welcome to Break the Mold. Think of this podcast as a place where you can get your dose of inspiration, motivation, and a shift in mindset as we invite extraordinary industry leaders and have real raw conversations of how they broke the mold in their industry and share tips on productivity, health, wellness, and everything in between. Hello, hello, beautiful people. My name is Jordana Fortaleza, founder of clean beauty brand, The Lifestyle Co. I am obsessed with everything self-care and have a passion for helping people be the best versions of themselves. With over a decade of valuable experience in business, I was inspired to launch The Life Academy. I am so excited to start this new journey with you. Hello everyone, I'm Diane Carante. I am a multifaceted publicist with a passion to elevate brands to their highest potential. My life mission is to never lose sight of your inner power. Interior designer Brittany Elise breaks the mold defining her own chosen career path and focusing on the culture of design and identifying her aesthetic eye. At an early age, she's progressed in degrees from artistically designing homes and concept spaces to owning her own decor collection called Home by B. Brittany Elise shares more on balancing mom life and how she's taken the initiative to own your own truth when you know what you're meant to be. Brittany, thank you again for coming on. We are so excited for you to chat with us. Personally, I am so excited just because you are one of my dearest friends and I love you so much. We've been working alongside each other and I've kind of seen you grow and I think you've kind of seen me grow too. And, you know, to me, that's so special and I'm really honored that you're here today with the podcast, Break the Mold. We love sharing people's stories on how they broke the mold in the industry. I believe that you've paved your own path in your industry and reinventing yourself in so many different ways and from fashion to interior architect and all that good stuff. And again, we're just so excited to have you here. And Diane, I'm going to let you go and start with the first question. Of course. And yeah, th- thank you both so much for having me on. Um, I'm completely honored. Um, Jordana, I adore you. Diane, I adore you. Um, so I just want to say thank you both for having me here with you today. And I'm more than happy to share my story. Your guys' podcast, um, I've been listening along so far. It's very inspiring and I'm honored to be a part of it. Oh, yay. I'm so happy. I love hearing that. We're honored to have you, Brittany. And, you know, we adore you as well, especially your mind process and looking at your work is incredible always tasteful, always just really cool aesthetic to it that no one really touches on. I feel like you have a perfect hold on it. So I would, we're, a lot of people would love to know is how you got into interior architects. And if you can explain interior architect, like that term, that would be great. Cause I, that's new to me. So I would, I would say interior design, or if you can explain how you got into that industry and that field and also explain what it means. Sure. So, I mean, I would definitely call myself blessed in the regard of kind of always knowing my life path when it came to my career. I know that not everyone is that fortunate and a lot of people spend a lot of their times between high school to, you know, university years and throughout their twenties, just trying to find a path that fulfills them and, you know, other areas of life, maybe they're more fortunate, but for me, this is a path that I've just always known uh, was meant for me since I was a little girl. I found so much joy, even, you know, you remember those like Delia's catalogs and like ordering yeah. bedding for your bedroom. Yeah, that was me. Yes, I was obsessed with Delia. Delia's <laughs> was everything when we were growing up, especially it was. 
that was, yeah. That catalog life, you know? So those are the things I would ask for, for like Christmas and my birthday. And then come high school years, uh, you know, as a freshman, I was like convincing juniors and seniors to drive me to Home Depot to go get some paint and (laughs) have to like paint my own room a different color, like every few months. So just very into it growing up, very inspired, constantly, you know, rearranging my room, that sort of thing. Uh, So when I went to look into what to do as far as my degree, um, I had actually looked into FITM because they have, uh, which is the Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandise in LA for those that are not aware. And it's just a two-year program. Um, Although I'm sure it's a fantastic program that provides you with what you need. My family, my parents, my dad in particular was just very stringent on education and getting a four-year degree. So I ended up at the um, California State University of Northridge, or we know it as CSUN, and they had an amazing interior architecture and design program under their family consumer sciences belt. So my background and my studies are really in the family consumer sciences department, which, you know, studies the family and like the psychology that goes into, you know, creating a home that not only feels great, but looks great. And there's, there's so much to it. There's so many layers. So I got my education there for your degree. Interior architecture and design is pretty much, you know, what it states. I think when people say interior decorator, that's probably going to be the most offensive because you know, we're not decorating a a Christmas tree, but the term interior architecture just really means that you're educated in the areas of understanding building codes and knocking down walls and, you know, floor plans and layouts and all of those kind of things. So it's it's very technical, I would say. There's the technical side of it. And then there's, um, you know, the math and the budgeting and there's the client side, which requires some relationships and like social skills. And then there's, then there's the creativity, which is my favorite part. Um, I've always considered myself to be an artist, like I said, and I've just always known that this is what I wanted to do. And um, while I was going to university, I worked for other companies and gained some skill sets in some very particular areas. I would say that my trade, we're kind of like these masters of like Jack or Jill's of all trades kind of a thing where these masters of, of knowing a little bit of, of everything, so to speak, but we bring in the specialist when it comes to the, the guy who's going to install your tile or fabricate your marble slab or your window treatments or custom furniture. So I got, a, I got my feet wet in custom furniture design in my early twenties. So that allowed me now today, I can do custom furniture design in-house in my sleep with the back of my hand. And then I also worked in stone while I was going to university. So I'm very specialized in that area as well. I worked for a few, yeah, really cool companies in in LA, Um, you know, interned, you know, paid my dues and, you know, worked my way up and that sort of a thing. And then I just, for as long as I can remember, was working nights and weekends very passionately about, you know, my own projects and It was just word of mouth. One of my very first clients was Chris Brown's manager at the time, Mike Gerkes. He's incredible. He's amazing. Um, I've talked about him in in other interviews. I'll never forget him looking at me as I'm presenting, you know, tons of options and samples. And he just looks at me and he's like, you know, I hired you because I believe in you. And this is like my first, you know, real 
yeah. job, my first real project. I remember that. And too. he's like, I can't even Yeah. And he's just like, so you pick whatever you think is best. And he's like, and by me entrusting you with that, I think you're going to perform at your best. Let's take a quick break and talk about the Lifestyle Co. Botanical Beach Mess. It has clean ingredients like aloe, lavender, and tea tree oil to help moisturize and hydrate your sun-drenched skin. Best part, it doubles as a natural toner and is a perfect accessory for summer. You can purchase it on thelifestyleco.com. That's life with a Y. And for our listeners, we have a special discount code for you. Break the mold for 20% off. Now let's get back to the show. And I did. And he was totally happy. And then, you know, more referrals came. It was just more word of mouth. Selena Gomez became a client. Eventually down the line, I've got the likes of Zendaya, who's become like family to my daughter and I. So many people along the journey, many wonderful, wonderful business associates, many great brands. And this is where I am today. So my company has been around about 10 years. This actually is year number 10 come August. It'll be 10 year anniversary. And then about three years ago, I Thank you. And then, yeah, I started Home by B, which is your online goods marketplace for, you know, custom furniture, home decor, all the yummy stuff for anybody who maybe is not looking for a designer or possibly can't afford one, you know, whatever the case may be, they are able to kind of get a, a slice or, you know, a touch or a taste from my eye and what I have either put into client projects or that I would put into my own home or into a client project. And you can just shop online there. Wow, Britt, that's pretty impressive. I mean, Selena Gomez and Daya, that is your dream clientele. And you've been so fortunate and so blessed to have all those amazing people next to you and just really believe in your aesthetic because I love your aesthetics. And Diane said, there's, you can't really see that anywhere else. And I, your originality is just amazing. What's the process typically for you when you get inspired for a client like a Zendaya or Selena Gomez or, you know, whoever one of your clients, how do you typically process that for what they're looking for, for an inspiration? It always depends. Um, Every client and every project is definitely unique. And I think that my approach in both inspiration and the actual design process is quite different or unique from most designers. Now that I am where I am in my tenure, sometimes I look back at it and I think, oh, did I kind of maneuver incorrectly and take the wrong path as to not stick with one particular style and form and, you know, state that and claim that as my own and then sort of force that upon any client that came my way. And the reason for that being that that, that's a very successful path to take in my field. But I, I think about it from time to time. And then I look back and I say, no, you know what? I set out from the very beginning, truly wanting to create dream spaces, really wanting to bring unique spaces to life. Um, I have always been very, just stay off Pinterest. Don't send me any inspiration from Pinterest because I'm an artist and I don't want to create something for you that already exists and completely respect it. If that is what you want, I'm just not your girl kind of a thing, you know? So when it comes to inspiration, it, it, it definitely, I would say does not come from other people's work. It comes a lot from you in nature. And I don't mean that by I go hiking and you know, the way the sky is moving with the clouds inspires me. It's not necessarily that it's just organic forms textures, colors, those kind of things tend to, tend to spark something for me and just really thinking outside of the box. So 
you know, to really answer your question, when a client comes to me with a project, I would say the best projects, the most successful ones are, again, going back to when they, A, fully trust the artist in me to just do my thing. And B, they are often clear on at least a style. They have some sort of vision. They have, they have some dream, right? Because I'm, I'm really bringing a dream to life. So when they have something anything that they're coming to me with, you know, whether it's, I want Alice in Wonderland to throw up all over my family room, (laughs) you know, or the opposite end. I want really clean. I want really minimal. I want to feel like I'm walking into a, a, a space that feels cleansed. That's another example. And I'm just, I, I really pull the inspiration. I don't know, just from my travels in nature and going inward and really staying off of other people's work. So it's not found often in, like I said, Pinterest or Instagram or books or magazines or HGTV. It, it doesn't come from anything like that. It's very internal and personal for me. And you know what? It, it, your work definitely captures that. I could see that. And like we said, your stuff is very original and, and it's really beautiful. What style elements do you think in terms of interior trends for the next five years do you foresee happening or, and also do you have any design tips for people that are wanting to create their dream space on a budget? Yeah. (laughs) Well, first of all, thank you again for your kind compliments on my work. And as far as upcoming trends go, so I foresee just more pops of color coming back in. I think that we've been in a very neutral phase for a long time now. And I love it. I'm a neutral gal myself. I tend to gravitate toward earthy, earthy tones, mixing in the black and the white, like balance there. And then, you know, playing with like the warmer tones in between. That's personal taste for me, uh, design taste, but I definitely see more color coming in. I, I read, recently worked a lot with Dolce Gabbana Casa on a project and they are just color, color, color everywhere. They just launched this year, Dolce Gabbana Casa, the Casa line. And they're incredible. The, I, I was definitely inspired by seeing so much color and, and, you know, being allowed to work with so much color in a neutral space and like accessories and things like that. So I see color coming in more. I see more monochromatic design coming in um, a lot more, but I still see the the neutrals kind of staying strong, which I love. And then I also see just m- more organic shapes coming in. Um, we've been we've been walking into like more arches and curves and things like that lately in the last like year or two, I'd say. I do see more organic shapes coming in, um, less stark hard lines. And I think that that's, that's beautiful and that's wonderful. And what I really hope becomes a trend because there's a large project I'm working on now that has huge biophilic emphasis, which uh, biophilic design means biophilia. So it's bringing the outdoors in. And I'm loving it, absolutely loving it. I can't wait to see it, you know, fully thrive and and come to light soon. And I hope that that starts a trend uh, sometime in the next five years, like really sets it off. Because we've really only seen that kind of design in like larger hotels or, you know, commercial spaces, but, you know, really inviting people to bring the outdoors into their personal spaces. Again, it's just that 
that organic uh, feel like connection to nature that um, I just think is so beautiful. Yeah, no, I'm into that. That's that, I hope to see that too, because I think that elements of nature and bring that into your home is to me, that's a peaceful element to a sanctuary. So I hope to see that too. We love that how you're able to carry on with your career and your passion and your artistry all in one. And so with doing that, we know that you're also a full-time mom. So we want to know how you're able to balance what keeps you, I mean, obviously, you know, your beautiful daughter and everything keeps you motivated, but what keeps you balanced and how you're able to navigate and manage your life with being a mom and your in-demand career? Well, I think it's, Definitely safe to say that because I am so passionate and about what I do, because I love what I do so much, it is my truth. It is, you know, at my core, there's an identity there, right? Because of that, I genuinely feel like my cup is being filled as much as it's being drained while I'm working because I love it, right? So the passion, the love, the excitement, the emphasis that comes from my work, uh, being able to express myself creatively as an artist, that fills me up and gives me energy to support and provide so much love and care for my daughter. And don't get me wrong, she's three years old, she's a complete handful. <laughs> we just <laughs> Those, those terrible like, threes they're great you know, I love that I, age actually no one tells you it's not terrible <laughs> terrible three <laughs> um we just go through some huge life changes we just bought a new house in a different state and changing nannies and relationships and all these things that are different and, and new you know new faces and just all these changes I mean for me as an adult they're overwhelming so for yeah. a three-year-old that's that's very overwhelming and you know, so it's important that I'm continuing to fill my cup and, and take care of me and, and work really does provide that, you know, filler upper for me so that, that I'm able to give as much as I can to my daughter. I will say that I love routine. I do. I do believe that babies love routine. She's kind of always been on a, a schedule that's worked out pretty well for us. And I did it very intuitively, not knowing until, gosh, she was like, when she was six months old and then she became a year. Like I, I come to find out from the nanny or like this book I come across, like, oh, you're doing these methods that are like doctor recommended. And I didn't even know I'm, I'm doing them again intuitively because I, I believe that human beings thrive off of both routine and spontaneity. But when it comes to me being a single mother and being solely responsible to care and provide for my daughter who's a growing human and needs a lot a lot of attention a lot of support the way that I've been able to work it out for us is a a routine at least Monday through Friday you know we have fun and we we, you know go outside the box on the weekend so to speak but it's it's pretty much you know I'm working from the early hours in the morning until about 3 p.m. each day. Um, she takes she's still napping, so I'm lucky there. She takes her nap in the middle of the day, and then from like 3 to 7 8 p.m. that's our time, and that's when I put on the mom hat, and that's where I try really hard to just be present. So if that means my phone is in the other room or it's on silent or whatever it may be, if we're cooking together, you know, we're playing outside or we go to the park or we're doing arts and crafts. The point is 
the mom hat is on and that's where my focus is. So that's how I like to see that I'm juggling and balancing, I guess, these different hats. And when it comes to work between the hours of three and 8 PM, sorry, I'll get to you later, either after she's asleep or the next day during business hours. It's just how it has to be. I'm sure that'll resonate with her like growing up and she'll, you know, a great mom and example figure in front of her to do the same thing in her life when she's growing up and going after her passion and her dreams too. I think that's really a cool thing because there's so many that are in front of us when we do grow up and we see a foundation, including our moms as well. So we really love seeing that. And what would you offer to your daughter or your the next generation and pursuing like things that they love or their passion or going after a career the way that you did? Because you already knew it. So from that experience, how would you express that to to motivate others? I mean, I absolutely would say, I say this all the time and sometimes I forget to remind myself, but I'm going to say it out loud to everyone else and to myself, own your truth. That is the clearest statement that I can make. If you can go inward, know yourself, you know, if you're a young adult and you're trying to find your path and, you know, looking back to what brought you joy as a child. Um, maybe these things sound a little bit cliche, but it's so true. If you can find what you absolutely love and are passionate about, there is a way to make a career out of it. There is a way to make money. There is a way to sustain an income from it. There is a way to fully live, right? Because we're not living if we're doing, putting in the work in something that we don't love. And I get it. Hey, like sometimes people are in a part of their path in life where they are just kind of stuck and they have to work some sort of job just to, you know, pay the bills. And, right. and I get that, but use your nights, use your weekends, use the time instead of not saying don't enjoy life, don't party, don't have fun, but you know, find a way, find a balance, find some, your own sort of rhythm and routine and find a way to use your passions and do something with them nights and weekends. And I promise you, eventually you will be rewarded and it will all make sense. And you will be able to sustain some sort of a career path, whether that's working for someone else, you know, a large company or, starting your own business and it will, it will all work out if you just stay true to owning your truth and being guided by what you're passionate about. <laughs> I love that. That's I love so that. being yeah. so passionate, passion drives everything. And like you said, Brett, if, as long as you are passionate in what you do and kind of just continue to believe in yourself, there's nothing that can really get in the way of that because when you do what you love, you really can something out of that. It's never going to be work and you've done everything so effortlessly and you are so talented in so many ways. And we are so happy that you are on here today. Um, is there anything that you want to share where to find you? What's your website? All those amazing things. You can find me on Instagram, Brittany Elise. <laughs> then we also have Home by B and then you can also find me on our websites, which is BrittanyAlise.com and HomeByBee.com. Yay! Well, thank you for coming. Amazing. Thank you. 
Catch new episodes every other Wednesday on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast as we invite new industry leaders on how they break the mold. Also, make sure to visit us online at breakthemold.com for updates and follow us on Instagram at breakthemold underscore podcast.